0: This is Zips Unlimited, a show about the University of Akron, its programs, its people, and its community. Zips Unlimited is produced by WZIP-FM. Welcome to Zips Unlimited. My name is Chris Kepler, General Manager here at WZIP. I'm joined today by Kim Snowden. She's the Senior Assistant Director at the University of Akron Transfer and Adult Enrollment Center. I guess it's a welcome back. Uh, Kim was actually on the show around this time last year. And there's a reason for that. It's because we have such a thing called National Student Transfer Week. It's coming up next week, um, and Kim and I were talking a little bit off, Mike. The fact that you know we might have a designated week about transfer students and that process, but really, it's not a week. It's it's 52 weeks a year. I think in your office, isn't it?
1: Oh yes, definitely. Yes. We take our time really working with transfer students from our local community college partners, as well as transfer students who may have went to another uh, university and decide that Akron is a better fit. So mm-hmm. we're here to help support students to come to UA.
0: And that's exactly what this is. It's somebody who is already enrolled in college somewhere, whether it's community college or a four-year institution in Ohio out, of Ohio, out of Ohio, and they wind up at Akron.
1: Oh, yes, definitely. And these are students who may have thought about Akron when they were in high school and may have changed their mind, but then they realized Akron was the better fit. And so we're here to help support students to be able to transfer successfully over to UA from the admissions process and even welcoming them to a campus.
0: Mm-hmm. I, when I was in college the first time, which and we're talking you know, 30-plus years ago now, um, that transfer process was, I think, a little bit difficult. From what I heard from some friends who would who would want to transfer from one place to another, and you know, the the biggest scare, which was often reality, was that some of the credits you already took didn't make it to your other institution. But I think we have a lot of different things in place now, uh, at least at Akron, where you know so much of what you do elsewhere is likely, at least way more likely than before, to count toward your degree that you earned from the University of Akron.
1: Yes, we have definitely provided a lot more support to students who are looking to transfer to UA. We do offer appointments through our office, so many prospective students will contact us just to find out that one question how do my credits transfer to UA so we will set up a time to meet with them whether in person or virtually just to review how those credits can apply talk a little bit about the programs that they're interested in and if needed uh, we'll even reach out to the program to help make that connection so the student feels more welcome to the university
0: my understanding is that if you're going from one state institution to another in Ohio so Ohio State and Kent and some of those other universities that um, the transfer credits is is very, very simplified.
1: Oh, yes. It's very easy. Thanks to the state of Ohio, they have made it much simpler for students to to transition from another state institution. So again, like Ohio State or Kent, uh, with the classes being able to transfer over to UA. And even if we don't have a direct match, the state actually says, well, this course may count, for example, as a science class. So at least it can get general education credit for a science class or a sociology class um, to be able to apply towards their degree.
0: And is it relatively easy if you're transferring from a private institution as well?
1: We do try to make it easier for a student from a private institution to come to UA. What we normally would do is, again, encourage uh, looking at the unofficial credits that they've already completed so we can see how those credits will come in. Uh, But we also try to take a look and see if we need to get more information on the course in case we don't have a match so that way the student can still earn some type of credit. Mm -hmm. So we do try to support even many of our students from Uh, to private schools, especially in Northeastern Ohio, who are looking to come to UA. Mm
0: -hmm. It seems like a a lot of the colleges, private or public, have have good relationships and understand Mm -hmm. what each other, you know, what we require and, and, you know, how there might be similar courses at some of those schools and so forth that that really make your job a lot easier, probably. (laughs)
1: Yes, we sometimes uh, will talk with each other and just learning a little bit more. And especially when we work with our community colleges, they'll share information on, oh, this is what one university has done. So we'll look to see, is it possible for us to do it here at UA? So we want to make sure that we have as many options available for students, whether they're coming, again, from a community college, another state school, or even a private university. Mm
0: Do you have any idea, I mean, how many transfer students we have in a, I don't know, say a year's time or something? I mean, about how many students do you deal with who are transferring to the University of Akron?
1: Well, I can at least say for our newest class of students that started this fall, we had uh, just about 400 transfer students who came in. Really? So a pretty large number. Yeah, about 400 students who transfer in this fall. Um, We actually had an opportunity, thanks to working for a new student orientation office, as part of New Roo Weekend, we had a small welcome event for the students. We weren't sure how many students we were to expect, but we had over 30 students who came, uh, right. just an opportunity for them to meet each other, opportunity for them to see campus if they haven't had a formal tour, and we allowed opportunity for them to just enjoy Zippy Cookies, which everyone sure. enjoys. Of course, <laughs>
0: that's right, that's a re- that's a reason to transfer right there, you get <laughs> Zippy Cookies kind of a lot. Um, <laughs> are, are a lot of those students, those 400, I'm, I'm sure there's a range, but are a lot of them You know, fairly young, maybe they only had a year or so at another institution and found they want to be closer to home, or what are some of their stories?
1: Well, I think we're doing a really good job now listening to our transfer students and learning more about them. Uh, just with the few that I had opportunity to talk with during that uh, New weekend at our Transfer Remix event, uh, we had students that were local, uh, students who went to Stark State, Lakeland, they were finishing up their associate's degrees, but we also had students that were coming from other four-year schools, whether from Ohio State, Kent, Bowling Green, who just wanted something different, and they felt that Akron was meeting what they were looking for. And some some of them were local. Uh, we also had a few students that were from out-of-state or even out-of-town but they wanted to come to Akron so that's great that we have a wide variety of students from uh, different areas and even uh, diversity in age so we had students as young as their typical college age of 19 20 years old Mm -hmm. to um, some of our uh, uh, older students who are maybe in their late 20s 30s uh, coming back to school they started at um, another college and decided Akron is the place they wanted to finish Mm -hmm. their degree.
0: It sounds like your office is a reflection of the cross-section of the the entire university, really. I mean, because you have, um, at least geographically, um, I don't know why I was just sort of thinking on my own that a lot of these are probably 18 or 19-year-olds who went away to college and for whatever reason, you know, are are back in in northeast Ohio, or at least back in the Akron area, and and decided to go to school closer to home. But it, it just didn't really occur to me that they'd be transferring to Akron from anywhere in the country, if not the world, really. So... there is such a range. I I hadn't really thought about
1: that. Yes, I think it's just one way that we're helping to add to the Akron community with a different type of diversity where we have students, again, from not just northeastern Ohio, but Mm -hmm. from around Ohio, western PA, New York, um, pretty much the Great Lakes region. And again, we have students who who transfer in as young as 18 19 20 years old but some who are in their late 20s even mid to late 30s transferring in so it just adds to our ua community
0: well and the name of the office as we said the beginning is the transfer and adult enrollment center (laughs) and um, i know some people are going to be quick to say well they're 18 they're already adults but i think you know you have maybe a slightly different definition don't you
1: yes um and even with with our first year we do have uh adult students who decide after they graduate from high school, take some time off, think what they want to do. So even a student who may be uh, two years out of high school, they would apply to UA as an adult student. So we do have students as young as 20, 21, who took time off, decided they wanted to work, um, and then decide they want to come back to college. So we do try to support um, students who are coming back at that aspect and other students who had life circumstances where maybe, again, they started at a community college. Things happen, but now they're wanting to go back to finish their degree. So we'll, again, see that population is a little bit older, but we try to support all of our students as much as possible.
0: Um, i wonder wondering how, how many people were surprised with what you just said, <laughs> that, you know, even if you're like 20 years old and, and you took a gap year or whatever your circumstances were, that you would come in. And I think it's really um, interesting, too. Because for some of those students, they probably their whole approach to college and and what their expectations are has probably changed a little bit from when they were graduating high school. Uh-huh. And so some of the things that they might have associated a couple of years ago, some of the things that they wanted, you know might be a little bit different. And it sounds like your office is equipped to certainly encourage them and allow them to have that so-called college experience, but, letting them know it's okay to have an adapted version of that as well.
1: Right. And we do our, our freshman admissions. We'll still work with the student who maybe took one year to just decide they wanted the gap year. But we understand for some students that gap year may be a little bit longer, especially given yeah. what happened with, COVID for some oh, students yeah. it took maybe two or three years before they decided that they were ready to come to college so we're here to help support them and we also will support them if they decide they're going to start at a community college we have our direct connect um, partnership with Stark State so we do have students who decide to go that route where they'll start at Stark and then they'll come and finish their bachelor's degree with through us so we will support them uh, at any stage that they're starting their education
0: yeah that 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 four 400- hundred number you mentioned a few minutes ago. Mm -hmm. Is that pretty typical on a yearly basis or...
1: Uh, For UA, and we're doing a much better job as far as tracking that number, Uh, I actually got a chance to attend a workshop uh, that was hosted by National Institute for the Study of Transfer Students who talk about the importance of knowing your data, knowing your students, who are they, where are they coming from, what makes them want to come to your institution. So we are learning that we are seeing about an average of about 400, a little under 400 at least the last couple of years uh, now that we're really taking a effort to really take a look at our transfer data and really take a look at who our student population is. Mm.
0: You also mentioned COVID that, that, you know, can have obviously an impact on a lot of things. Do you think that had any like direct impact on Um, you know, some of the students that you're seeing as far as when they decided to enroll in college?
1: Uh, Yes, and I think, unfortunately, that was just a national trend that many people have seen as far as with students uh, starting college as well as transferring. And I think that may have impacted students that initially would have applied as a traditional um, freshman, but then thinking about family, thinking about health and safety, they may decide to wait to start on college or they may just want to kind of... uh, take a small step in where they may start at a community college and maybe take one or two classes. So I think we've been able to be realistic in seeing that and making sure that we have items in place to support students who are going through those changes due to COVID and being able to still help them understand how credits can transfer in, how they can still be successful in the programs that they're looking for, as well as the resources that are available at UA.
0: A reminder to our WZIP listeners, Kim Snowden is here. She's the Senior Assistant Director of the University of Akron Transfer and Adult Enrollment Center. I'm Chris Kepler hosting today. And um, some of those those maybe non-traditional students who approach your office, I'll bet in some cases it's probably really hard for them to, I I guess, to take that step. You know, it might have been easier when you were 18 and everybody else was doing it. And if you're 28 or 38 or 48 or whatever you might be, I'll bet it. they have different concerns than than some of the younger students.
1: Oh, yes. And our office, we actually have designated staff that works very closely with UA Adult Focus. So that way we can partner together to support our uh, incoming adult students, even if it is a transfer student who is an adult. Um, So being able to understand their needs and they're working on um, special events uh, to help recruit that audience and be able to help answer the questions that they may have uh, in terms of can I still receive financial aid if I did take classes at Stark five six or seven years ago will they still transfer in mm-hmm. so um, being able to work together with other departments in order to support that population is very important.
0: Okay it probably takes a lot of continuing education to keep up with all <laughs> of that stuff really I mean you said you know there's a conference that I think you attended or somebody attended to learn more about the data and how to use the data and I would imagine, again, it's probably just ongoing to to keep up with not just trends, but even like legal issues and, um, you know, as far as, you know, what other universities, there's probably some universities, you know, as far as where where somebody's transferring in from that you see more frequently than other universities, you know.
1: Yes, that that is true. We, d- we do take a look at where students are coming from so we do take a look at where they're coming from in terms of community colleges as well as um, four-year universities. Um, we actually worked with a marketing class on campus so have to give a shout out to our college of business who has a great um, marketing research program as well and they were assisting us again with the transfer data understanding our students and we found that the reasons for some of the students from the four-year school why they decided to come here versus the students who came from a community college. And some of the reasons were similar, but there were definitely some stark differences as well in terms of students didn't want to be in an atmosphere that was too large, and so they wanted something that where they can actually get to know their um, fellows' peers, get to know their faculty, which UA had to offer. And for some students, they just said, uh, especially for our two-year community college students, well, I was finishing my degree. I'm ready for the next level. Mm-hmm. So uh, just having that feedback is just helpful for us in order to best um, support students.
0: Yeah, we, we've been hearing for a while that we seem to be the right size <laughs> for a lot of people. Um, and it's no secret that enrollment has, you know, not been exactly where we wanted it to be, which you can say across the country, really, um, because of COVID. But um, we hear that a lot, I think, that We're big enough to offer a lot more stuff, Mm -hmm. but small enough to where you don't feel overwhelmed and lost, and I've had students over the years many, many times who, you know, thought that they were just, I guess, pleasantly surprised and happy that they weren't just a student ID number somewhere, that people really do know them, and you know each other, the students know each other, they do know, you know, faculty members, contract professionals, and so forth, And have actually relationships with them. And it does, I think, make going to college a lot easier, uh, at least for a lot of people. I know there's some people who just, they come, they take their class, they turn around, they go home, that's all they want, and they're good with it, and that's okay too. But we have so many other things to offer. And, you know, the more comfortable you feel, you know, talking to people and knowing there's probably something for you, no matter what it is you're looking for, we probably have something. If it's not direct, it's real close and so that the size of our campus our our campus population as well as the physical layout of the campus seems to be really appealing to a lot of people
1: yes that's usually the feedback that we're starting to hear more and more of from our our students transfer as well as our first year um, students and adult students Mm
0: -hmm. okay we we already said in the beginning that national student transfer week is next week Mm -hmm. Um, we have at least one or two things going on on campus i think that are you know, coincide with that.
1: Oh, yes, definitely. Um, Probably our biggest item that we have taking place, we are doing a t-shirt swap on campus. Uh, So for those transfer students who still have their old Ohio State or their old Toledo (laughs) t-shirt, they can bring it into our transfer center, which is in Simmons Hall, room 209, and swap it out for a brand new Akron Zips shirt. So we're just encouraging students to do that. And of course, we will have zippy cookies available as well. Um, There will be also a opportunity to follow us on social media. So we're doing a lot of items on social media. We're going to feature a couple stories of our current transfer students um, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And um, on Monday, there'll definitely be some big posts just highlighting uh, students who will be who are transfer students here at UA, so we're really excited about that. Um, we also have our Transfer Tuesday, which is a normally a prospective event that we have, but we are doing a special feature for that week um, featuring one of our own student workers who is a transfer student, uh, so he'll be sharing his story and why UA is a good fit for him. So uh, we figured these are great opportunities for students to really get to know A perspective of our students and really understand uh, why they're here at UA and why they really like being part of the community and again just another opportunity for that student who says I haven't gotten my zip shirt yet we want to make sure they have an opportunity to get their new Akron shirt as well.
0: Now I know I know people listening (laughs) are already thinking what I'm going to say what's going to happen to all those shirts that, that you that get traded in what are you going to do with all those Ohio State and Toledo shirts or whatever you have to collect?
1: Well, we know that there are some great local organizations that if they need um, clothing, uh, of course, we will make sure if it's gently used, we would like to be able to donate it to one of our local charities that Very maybe nice. need to use it. So we're we're not we're not going to be wasteful at all.
0: Okay, good. Yes. Okay. Because, you know, there's out, somebody out there, <laughs> when, as soon as you said that, somebody was thinking, are they going to have a big bonfire? What are they going to do? <laughs> so, but no, of course not, we're going to that. Um, If people want more information just in general, maybe they, you know, they um, aren't going to be able to come to the the t-shirt swap or, you know, whatever, even if it's in a a few weeks or a few months, how should they contact you? How should they get started if, or maybe somebody listening, uh, it might be a child or a, um, a niece or something like that, that's, kind of contemplating what to do next. So well, what should they do? They don't have to wait for Student Transfer Week next year. They can call you anytime, right?
1: Absolutely. They can get in contact with our office. Um, of course, you can contact us by email, which is transfer at uacron.edu. You can give us a call at 330-972-7009. Um, and of course, again, you're welcome to visit our office in, on the second floor of Simmons Hall, room 209, here at the University of Akron campus.
0: And Kim, before you go today, um, you know, the University of Akron is obviously celebrating National Student Transfer Week. But what is what's the overall significance of it? Why why do you think this exists?
1: Well, uh, the organization that brought it on the National Institute for the Study of Transfer Students saw that transfer students is a growing phenomenon uh, over the last several years. And this is a way to help support not just transfer students, but also the transfer champions at each of the colleges and universities around the country. So so it's an opportunity to celebrate everyone who's advocating for that student who transferred into UA and decide that they want to be a ZIP and graduate with uh, as a ZIP grad. So the importance of that week is really just to help uh, students as much as possible. Uh, the National Institute for Transfer Students has said one of their big goals is to help challenge the assumptions and build empathy towards the student population as well.
0: You know, are, are there... Are there special challenges that, that some transfer students face, you know, when they transfer, whether they're coming here or transferring, you know, somewhere else? Um, I, I Is it is it difficult for them in any way, any kind of readjustment or things like that?
1: Uh, readjustment is an item that actually many universities are talking more about. And even with many of their national conferences, that has been a forefront question that has been brought up many times, how do we make sure students feel welcome on the university's uh, campus. So whether it's having a uh, support system, whether different offices be able to support transfer students who are coming in, or having uh, specific mentors to be able to help students, those are some of the things that we're seeing that other colleges and universities have. We're in the business of just hopefully, hopefully building more transfer champions here at UA. Mm-hmm. We worked um, very closely with our Career Services office, um, who did some outreach to prospective students as well as the office of multicultural development so we kind of recognize them as some of our uh, transfer champions but many of our academic departments are also going above and beyond to help make sure transfer students feel welcome here at the university right.
0: that's exactly why the uh, transfer and enrollment center exists kim and her staff more than willing to help you can call 330-972-7009 and you can always email as well Transfer at uakron- Zips Unlimited can be heard each Saturday at noon on 88.1 WZIP-FM.